everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and I'm pleased to announce my good friend Dave is back. Hello there, mate, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 33, Chris. Now, I have to say, I have missed you, but it was so much fun, actually, you know, uh, listening to you and Joe. So I was kind of on the other side of the fence for a bit there, but uh, also, it is good to be back. Oh, good, mate. It's good. It, honestly, and I said it yesterday, the fact that you fucking missed the two best episodes. Well, you haven't. You missed one. The best episode of this series is typical, isn't it, Dave? So, well, I, was- I mean... You say best episodes. <laughs> now, Chris, I've been very vocal about how dull and how set up and how forced this series is. And just when I think it can't get any duller, it does something like this. <laughs> And totally redeems itself. <laughs> Honestly, Chris, that recoupling episode, I was in, I was back in just when I thought I was out. They pulled me back in. And uh, yeah, it was. You were right. I was like, fucking hell, of all the times to be super busy and not able to do the pod and speak to you about it is this one. But um, you know what? It, it, it almost worked out pretty well because I, I don't know about you, but I think sometimes... You know, when when you critically like think, oh, you know, what do we talk about and stuff, and you know, are we are we going in a bit hard on you know this group or that group, and we probably give the girls a bit of an easier time than the guys because we're guys, so so we we know guys better than we know girls. Don't know girls at all, according to our one star review. <laughs> but, so, so sometimes you know we go in on them a bit less. This might sound like hypocrisy when you hear me later, Chris. By the way, um, but the fact that Joe was going all in on Olivia, I was just laughing my head off, and you know probably going in a little bit harder than than pro- possibly even you and I would. She's brilliant, Joe, and a big thanks to her again, Dave. I'm sure we're going to have her on. Um, she was just, it was great. The rant, I had to turn my mic off. I was pissing myself laughing. I was like, it's like we're ranting. She was proper going for it. It was really funny. And everyone, the feedback on Joe's been great. Like Everyone has just been like, "What? wow, get her on. And, and then we've got a couple of emails today. Someone's disagreeing, but then turns around and agrees with her. And uh, yeah, it was brilliant, Dave. And it was the fact that, you know, she got tagged in, Dave. You were almost pushed out. It was almost a recoupling, Dave. So you, you're lucky to be back in, really. Uh, well, I, and you've come back and there's, there's been all sorts of changes. Yeah. Give it a few more episodes and then we might come back to that, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> no, Joe, she is brilliant. And and I've mentioned it before, but I know we do have new listeners all the time. So uh, there's the Slimming Club podcast that she was talking about. Where I first uh, came across Joe's kind of podcast was the I Secretly Recorded My Boyfriend. And now, you know, it's it's a bit after the event now, but honestly, I, I was just crying listening to that. And, you know, Joe and also a co-host as well, so funny, so quick, so witty. And so, yeah, I can highly recommend going back to episode one and going along this journey, uh, you know, of uh, secretly recording him. And obviously, like I say, it's all out of the bag now and he knows and everything. But um, yeah, really, really funny stuff. 
It is, and just to validate that slightly as well, Sam had said she started listening to this Slimming Wheel one, and she said there's an episode, a message, Joe, regarding intermittent fasting, and she said she was sat at work pissing herself laughing, <laughs> you know, just like really <laughs> funny. So I've been told, Sam, and I will do it, Joe, you know, I will get on it and actually listen to a few of the episodes. She said they're really funny. So she's got us some new listeners, hopefully, Dave. But again, massive thank you to coming in on doing the, uh, the SOS signal. I appreciate it. We both do. Absolutely. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, obviously you missed Casa Amor, and I know we, Joe said this, I'm sure Dave wants to talk about it, but we've got to talk, Dave, about Olivia, because I know, <laughs> I know you have not sat there when you fucking caught up and you have not fucking been fizzing. So what, and what do you think initially of the Casa Amor reaction when she came back in? And then obviously with tonight's episode as well. I can't believe how much I cared <laughs> about some of the reactions. Chris, when she comes in and Kai's there, and he, you know, fucking hashtag Team Kai as well now. Uh, I just, I thought he dealt with it absolutely perfectly, to be honest. Now, someone might disagree if you do write in and, and tell us why, but, you know, He'd made the choice to recouple, and it was a bit of a relief that she had done as well. And he's probably thinking, fucking hell, I'm going to feel really bad. You know, Ron had been saying to Kai that, look, she's not really that into you. You know, as much as you think, I I think you're into her a lot more than she is into you. So he, he was possibly pushed into that way, and he's probably got that doubt in his mind. But Chris... The fucking hypocrisy is just oozing out of her. And we've said all along, well, not quite all along, you know, after a few weeks, like, oh, right, okay. She's a raving fucking narcissist. That's that's (laughs) where she is. So, and the fact that she comes in, fucking, you know, hand in hand with Maxwell House there, and, like, she's just acting as if she's walked in single. And giving it the fucking, you know, oh, yeah, a leopard never changes its spots. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. So, Chris, you're right. Use the word fizzy there. I was fucking fizzing. I was like, Fuck off, you fucking hypocrite! And he's he's like, oh, I don't want any beef. Mm, yeah, mm, you let you sent me that note, you know. And it's like all of that is fucking irrelevant. You are hand in hand with another bloke there. Don't <laughs> pretend like your shit don't stink. Yeah, it's true because the, the, her whole skit or whatever the fuck she's doing, Dave. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm like, you, you can't be that. You cannot be not self-aware of what you've just done. It, it, it deflection tactic was you hoping to make him jealous. I, I, I honestly couldn't work it out. And the way she spoke about Kain Casaramore, it's like when that video movie night thing comes about, hopefully we'll get to see that because she lays you going, oh, I don't know what his name is and all this shit, didn't she? You know, being a smart ass. So it's like... Oh, yeah, he's, he's in the bottom three. Yeah, what, what the, the fuck, fuck has that? that got to do with the price of fish? Exactly. It's got it, it means fuck all on toast. It's absolute nonsense. And also, what got me, Dave, was when tonight they had the chat and Kai was, you know, we saw it, you saw it. When she came through, he was relieved. He was like, Oh thank God she's got with someone. He's dead happy. Oh no. She interprets that smile as if to say, Oh, he's the fucking cat who got the fucking cream and she's there tonight going, He's so fake. He's so <laughs> fake. I almost come back yeah. to the you know. It was fifty fifty. You still come back with someone you fucking yeah. killed though. What the fuck? 
sort of argument are you trying to play here, you fucking idiot? What an absolute fucking muppet she is. I'm sorry. And I know she's like, she's the second oldest, isn't she? Claudia's the oldest. And I'll get on her, Dave, because I'm right off that fucking train. But, but with her, I'm just like, what? Are you actually watching? What is going on here? How can you? And then she starts crying later on with the girls. And I'm like, but then the girls validate it. The fucking girls are going, oh, it's terrible. You've just got to move on. I'm like, are you actually fucking serious? The lot of you. It's like what Joe said yesterday. And I, I genuinely put that in the notes. All the guys forget about each other cheating and they yeah. stick up for the guys and, and are absolutely outraged. And the girls do the same thing. They're all, they, none of them have got any fucking morals, but when one of them's upset, they all come in like together, don't they? And just fucking, uh, like a pack. It's fucking ridiculous. I, I, honestly, Dave, I'm, I'm watching it like I'm watching somewhere else here. We're on a different <laughs> planet. We are 20 years older than these fuckers and it feels like we're watching something from another fucking solar system. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully they're not beaming this into space. <laughs> Don't kill me, alien. <laughs> representation of us. Um, but we've said this for a while now, you know, a few seasons that you see this pattern that, you know, when someone does something, you know, say you did something, I will interpret that very badly. Oh, Chris, how can you possibly do that? Yeah. And then I will do the same thing and it'll be like, well, they were extenuating circumstances, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird. But we see it time and time again. They will chastise someone for, you know, this thing and then forgive themselves very, very easily for it. And I guess it's a weird kind of coping strategy in this human condition that we all have. So I, I don't know. It's just we've never seen, though, this extreme of it. Or I haven't. I know, yeah. obviously, I haven't seen the, the earlier seasons of Love Island. But, you know, she seems so far over that way where, you know, to be fair, later on tonight, she did say, you know, I realize I'm a bit of a hypocrite, you know, because I've sort of done the same thing. So I thought, oh, fucking hell, that is the first little sign of, you know, self-awareness there. It's like, you know, watching a child take their first steps. But... <laughs> It's not enough because she's like, when she's talking to Kai, she's like, yeah, I I almost came in single. I was that close to coming in single. And again, I'm fizzing at home and I'm like, but you didn't. But the way she's saying it is like, I was that close to coming in single, which is basically the same as coming in single uh, and you didn't. You know, so so I have I have the high ground, Hannikin. <laughs> high ground. So uh, uh, what an utter fucking bell end. Which is why I said I was going to be a hypocrite because we don't go in as as hard on the girls. But Chris, she is the worst. What is it about reality TV Olivia's that makes them cracking villains? Oh, I know she she's like. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Unless she's a fucking setup, Dave. You know, I've seen that online as well. Like she's a setup. It's just because it's like she's having a parallel conversation with Kai when she's talking about what he's done. Kai, you can see Kai. He's genuinely. Di- I say to her, "You know, what, Olivia, fuck off." But he's on fucking Love Island, so he's got to play the game. It's like he is. He is perplexed. He's like going. I didn't go to a fucking union, get all these degrees to fucking sit here and try and work this equation out. He's fucked, Dave. There's no way he's passing <laughs> this exam. I don't think anybody's passing this fucking exam in the whole world because 
it, it is, and then she said she, like you say, she conceded that she she been a hypocrite. But again, it wasn't like, oh, you know what, I've got it completely wrong. She's like, yeah, but he's fake, and he's only coming here to stay in the villa. And I'm like, why are you? Why have you binned him off then? Because he's in the bottom three, Olivia yeah. again. And I'm, yeah, we could talk about her all day, day. But what a fucking interesting character and a great, a brilliant fucking baddie, like you say, because he's actually made this show all of a sudden interesting. Yeah. I mean, for her sake, I hope she is a plant. I hope she is acting her fucking tits off, Chris. Because if not, what a fucking see you next Tuesday. (laughs) In life, she's just not going to. She she will be, Dave, when she gets a bit of fame, this is my prediction, she will be full entourage, fucking Bertie Big Bollocks, as you would say, Dave. She is going to believe her own fucking hype. I'm telling you. She already does, even without the fame. Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. So, Dave, let's just have a quick chat about, well, some of the others. So, what do you think of Claudia and Casey? Because Claudia don't give a fuck about Casey. She was laughing her fucking head off about him, you know, copping off with two of the girls. He was explaining it. Didn't really seem that bothered. And then at the end, she she gets this fucking slow-mo thing with the Casamorian girls. So it's, I'm not a fan, Dave. I've, I've got to say, I think she's fake. I really do think she's fake. Now, I, I heard you and Joe talk, and I, I think you were more... Yeah, you, you, you'd said that. You really didn't like the fact she was laughing and that caused a bit of beef with the Casamorian girls. It, it's fucking shit the way they have them stood up there, though, isn't it? Like, they're getting yeah. picked for lunchtime football at school. I, 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 so I don't like that bit. I saw it a bit of a different way, though. Right, Casamor, it's what? Three days, three full days. It's like an extended fucking weekend, yeah. and you're like fucking crying. Oh no, oh no, this guy I met three fucking days ago. Oh, he didn't pick me. Oh fucking. Oh. No, Chris. Oh, I didn't get my ticket into the villa. I can't believe it. I'd be fucking laughing my cock off, Chris. It's fucking ridiculous. And, you know, I just thought it was such bullshit. And then, so I I guess because of that, I kind of ignored the fact that Claudia was laughing. And whether she was laughing at that or not, I don't know. But, you know, like I said, I just thought it was fucking ridiculous. So she was laughing. She'd be deserving of that. Um, now... I'm kind of with, I'm more, not. I'm not quite as far across as where Joe was coming from. She was saying that, you know, it's kind of okay that they fooled around a, a little bit. You know, they'd only known each other for a few days. I think she's way off with they're going to be together for a while. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we'll come back to that prediction, I'm sure. But um, I, I just, I kind of think Casey, Casey more than anyone, was on his fucking weekend tour of Ibiza, wasn't he? <laughs> you yeah. know, he was enjoying himself. And, you know, the fact that he was stood up there single, I I, I don't know. I, I don't think he, he looked good uh, in any way, to be honest. And I thought, you know, Claudia, Claudia's position, I thought, was believable. She was like, you know, was it was it that deep? He's like, nah, nah. Um so, yeah, I, th- I thought it was fine. But I, I don't pick up, like, fake vibes. Why Why do you say fake out of interest? Just because she didn't really give a shit. I know they weren't together for long. I just, I don't like, I don't like a reaction to the Casamore girls. It just, 
Yeah, and and, I, and what's I'll tell you what he's bugging me more than anything. He didn't do it tonight, Dave, but fucking Ian Sterling. It's nothing to do with Claude He goes, evening, Foggy. It's like, shut the fuck up. I'm sick of these fucking jokes. Luckily, he didn't do it this <laughs> evening, but it's just pissing me off, Dave. She's on my radar, and I'm, I'm just not a fan at all. Yeah, I, I thought Ian Sterling was all right, but I, it is annoying when he goes on about, um, you know, uh, Carl Fogarty. I have to say, though, Chris... Someone posted up the picture of Carl Fogarty, you know, uh, introducing her into the villa, like for a long-awaited, the wording was something about a long-awaited appearance or or something like that. Maybe it doesn't mean in all the seasons, maybe because she knew she was going on, but, you know, came quite late into the season. Maybe he was talking about that. But you know those apps that age her or de-age her? Yeah, yeah. Carl Fogarty is fucking old, Casey. I'm telling you. you. <laughs> the, the, the picture where he's there, like, introduce her into Love Island. I was like, oh, that looks even more like old Casey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said to you, dinner straight away. <laughs> it was very, I was disturbed before. Even more so now, he's, he's not right. No, it's not, yeah. Dave. I mean, we should probably move on from that one. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> so what do you think, Dave, of the Academy Award winning fucking Will? Farmer fucking, you know, sheep fucking herder. I've got called out, actually, one of the emails today regarding my uh, stance on Jesse thinking she was faking it. I do think tonight there was some genuine tears, but... Fucking will they? When when he she was hugging Tom, and obviously when, initially she put her head into his shoulder. Like, there, there, Will, and I'm like, oh fuck, have you fake? You fake? But then obviously as soon as it comes back on the episode, you know she's like, get away from me, you know, leave me alone, sort of thing. But Will's there, fucking Kevin and Perry, Dave, fucking shoulders sloped. All he needed was a little blanket on his shoulder, like <laughs> he's been sent to bed and he's about five years old. It's like. <laughs> He's going to play this fucking card. And then as soon as she gives him the green light, oh, my God, he's going to be doing fucking handstands, the okey-cokey, fucking all sorts. He's going to be a right fucking dick. But what did you think of the whole thing with them? I thought... I don't think I saw the initial reaction as cynically as you did. I, I thought she was just a bit surprised. She was a bit shocked. Now, I think... I I don't exactly know yet where I sit on this because all along since Jesse came in with Aaron, fucking the you know most irrelevant Love Islander who's been on the show, I've kind of wondered why are you just coupling up with Will and and again you can't help but be a little bit cynical and say well you know she knows he's really popular no one was interested in him at all Jesse hasn't really had any chemistry with anyone else what is going on what is the game here you know and flying all the way over from Australia and everything are you going to settle down here do a Kylie you know I, I, I just don't know and so you're looking for that that missing ingredient. What is it that we're not seeing? And so, because Will is, you know, doing the old Curtis storyline, you know, well, not quite the same as Curtis, because I don't think Curtis actually wanted to get back with Amy, but, you know, um, Will is, you know, he's had a bit of a mistake, hasn't he? On night one, Chris, and again, these fuckers know they are just away for a weekend. And so that that's what I'm just, puzzled by you know if if it's not 
a bit of a setup if it's not part of the game plan. And I just think that it, it kind of works almost perfectly for Jesse. Because if you just take it all at face value, it's like, oh, poor Jesse. Oh, my God. How's Will done this? And, like, you know, she's doing all the crying. I don't know if. I don't know if 100% of the crying was fake. I don't know if uh, all of it was genuine. I think it's somewhere in between. I I think, you know, a bit of it is over the top. But but I'm still going around the houses there. I'm a bit on the fence. I, I think I'm more believing than I'm being cynical about it with her reaction. Yeah, I think... Seeing her tonight and crying the way she did, yes, I think there is an actual connection there. The only thing I think that's in the back of my head is because she's a contestant from a couple of years ago and it's name of the game, has she bought into it? Is it genuine? That That's the only question in my head. However, them tears were genuine tonight, definitely. And and I think Will, Will's going to be doing his full-on redemption arc now. We need to get her back. They're going to get back together. Yeah, and, and, and if they do, you know... Then I will maneuver my current position to be more cynical. Because, like I say, she's an experienced Love Islander. She knows the game. She knows that ultimately, if you go in, couple up from day one, are boring as fuck, people will vote you out because they don't care about you. Yes. You yes. need a bit of drama, a drama, a bit of screen time. Um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a, if it is the plan. It is working very well at the minute. And so, yeah, I'm not ruling out at all. They'll end up with this glorious uh, reconciliation. They'll do boyfriend and girlfriend. The timing is almost perfect, you know, to for that run through to the final. So, yeah, I, I like I say, that's why I'm just I'm a bit on the fence with it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, Dave, because I think you're right. There's a lot going on as well within the couples. And and this has happened so many times, hasn't it? The same form when someone cheats and, you know, there's a redemption. As you said, when you sent your message in, it's the Lehman Brothers. It's a test, Chris. It's, it's all a test. Not it's a cheating. Test. Sorry, sorry, it's not a test. It's, sorry, it's a test. Yeah, it's, it's not cheating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so talking about a test, Dave, you know, Tanya, it's been a test all along, apparently, Dave. She was testing herself. Now, I've got to give Martin his due. He stood there like a fucking spare prick at a wedding when she was fucking nailing him to the fucking cross. She's basically saying, you, you know, this guy's here, but really, Shaq, you know, I'm doing it. It was just bad. You know, poor Martin, whatever we think, we know he's blagging it. He's on a holidays in there. He held her to task. He actually told her and mm. held her to task and actually said, I, I, I don't appreciate that. And I've got to say, Dave, Tanya... She's fucking crying. I mean, Shaq got upset. He was crying. The guys, all, you know, team hug and all this. Tanya, her whole dialogue tonight and her whole reasoning is fucking bollocks. It's basically, she, she, to be fair, she's done what most of the guys done, Dave. She's had a cake. She's ate it. And now she's like, I don't really know if I want it now. <laughs> I'll have know? another cake, please. Yeah, yeah, I'll have another one. <laughs> so so she's tra- some of her dialogue made no fucking sense. And she's now trying to play... The fact that she, like she's on the back foot, almost doing an Olivia, and, I, and I'm Shaq was sticking to his guns. Fair play, he had a word with Martin. He said, you know, there's no hard lines or anything. It's part of the game, but then she's like making it out like it, it's right. Or and, and obviously the love thing comes into it. You know, Shaq's and I would never do that. 
I think she's fake. I think more than anything, watching her tonight, it's absolute bollocks. I'm not saying that she should stay with Shaq because there was there was a few things there for her that obviously made her turn her head. And I've, I've got I've got no real dinghy on that. That's fine, no problem. But everything she was saying tonight, I was like, you are absolutely fake. And again, the girls like Lana with Olivia when she was crying, they just fucking validate it. And the guys do the same, don't they? They like validate the bad behavior and, and i just i don't agree with that you, when shaq was playing into people and someone said that one of the emails the girls need someone like shaq in, in, within the girls who so will just tell them straight and say well you don't understand why he's upset and no one's done that with any of the girls and the guys because obviously shaq's in his situation shaq's not telling the other guys now so it's like the bad behavior is just rewarded all the time yeah um and we see from people like zara <laughs> yeah. when they do call people out they don't last very long, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So that's the unfortunate thing. So he's like, yeah, yeah, he cheated on him. Oh, but you had good reasons, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I don't, again, I don't know if it's Tanya being fake. I just, I feel more, honestly, when I was watching Tanya tonight, I'm just thinking, you know what? This is why Love Island should have a minimum fucking age of 25 because she just came across to me as just so immature and unable to have the she doesn't have the emotional intelligence to actually realize what she's doing you know which again causes a bit of drama which is great for us but you know like you say saying that stuff about a speed bump and stuff and it it is like he's right there (laughs) he's he's right next to you kind of might have feelings as well um, but it's like she almost forgot he was there and uh, she was just talking completely to Shaq. And then she is talking out of both sides of her mouth, though, isn't she? I mean, she's she's utterly full of shit, as much as any of the guys are. You know, because when she's talking to Shaq, she's like, oh, yeah, well, I, I am going to pursue you. And, you know, saying the same thing to uh, Martin and that. And I don't know. I, I just I kind of feel like... Shaq does look uh, very upset with it. He said about, you know, how he loves her. Why are you still here, sunshine? Why are yeah. you still here? Yeah. Because yeah. If, if you really were that distraught, I don't think you'd be there. So what is what is next for them? I'm not ruling out another redemption uh, for them, I mean, I can't see Shaq coupling up. I think uh, Martin. I, look, everything I saw in Casper to be honest with Martin, when he looks at, at people, he kind of looks at them with a, a bit of disdain. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't rule out Martin, like you know, coupling up with someone else. He could do, and I think you're right. And that was one of the things I noticed. It was one of the lines one of the guys said to him. To, to Shaq was basically, well, you could find someone else. I'm thinking it doesn't work. If he genuinely loves her, he's not going to get with someone else because yeah. if he does, this whole thing's been a load of bollocks, hasn't it? Let's be honest. So I, he, that's when his head went down and I'm thinking, well, his, his journey's done. I agree with that. I, I didn't, I didn't think too deeply into it, but I did notice that dialogue and I was, and I, I was thinking, well, he, he's doing nothing. He's gone basically. Mm, yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's a great point, Dave. A really, really good point. Yeah, but let's see where it goes. I think, um, like I say, it was it was a little bit weird with them too. Yeah, but, it, was, it was good. But so, Chris, I do have to say, right now, probably uh, if James is still listening, he's going to be shaking his fist at whatever podcast 
listening devices on, right? Because fucking Tom is a bellend. And I know we all want to fucking forgive him, you know, for when I say we, I mean, there's a lot of people out there, A, because maybe he's fit or we think he's a good guy and whatever. He is so fucking full of shit. And he believes what he says when he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to hurt anyone. He's like a fucking bull in a china shop. A bull who's like, oh, fuck, shit. Sorry, mate. I didn't mean that. Oh, fuck. It's all right. I'll pay for that. <laughs> He's a fucking dick. And, and the fact that Sammy actually clocked the fact that he uses the same lines. It's like, oh, yeah, it'd be, be really good to have a kiss outside the challenge. You've been fucking rumble, sunshine. <laughs> you were shitting it when the Casamore girls were going to have a chat. His face was really a small child who's been caught with chocolate all around the mouth and it's like who, who's eating the chocolate don't yeah. know <laughs> don't know I, I, I don't want to hurt anyone I, yeah. I wanted to share the chocolate with everyone <laughs> I love, you know what got me, David, about the Castle Moor, man, when they were coming back again, was it was Tom's face when Will revealed what he'd done. And Tom's like, oh, fuck, I've done it even worse. And you can see he was absolutely shitting it. He put his head down. It was great. The way the producers, they did it well there. They panned to all the cheaters and they were just like, oh, fuck. They were like meerkats, weren't they? Just popping over. (laughs) Amazing. amazing. Now, Dave, we have got some corking emails. So uh, here, here we go. This one's from Betsy. It's the first time emailing him. And she's put ahead of the bell end curve, Dave. So it's definitely something that. <laughs> Greetings from the US. I've been a long time listener. Thought I'd finally write in since Dave is away. Being from the US, I'm always on an episode behind. Just finished episode 31 last night. So here are my thoughts. Casting has been atrocious this season. Not a single OG is likable, but the rest are so unlikable that I actually find myself rooting for Ronna. Oh, no. Come on now, Betsy. I agree with everyone in thinking that Jesse is playing the game. Will was well on his way to becoming the next Dr. Alex, Anton, etc. And she knew he was low-hanging fruit. I think the only reason that this move hasn't worked out in previous seasons is that unlike the aforementioned Will... Uh, unlike the aforementioned, Will actually has some charm to him and she ended up really liking him. Either way, she's already a seasoned Islander and this was a calculated safe play. Tanya and Shaq are over. For the apparent morals we've seen from him, I've also seen some hints of possessive control, controlling behaviour. Whether Tanya comes back alone or not, I think he will absolutely kick off over her behaviour and put her off it, of him for good. Olivia, oh Olivia, where do we start? Aside from being the most shameless narcissist I've ever seen on TV, she's also a shit stirrer and utterly produced. But damn, does she make for some good TV. And finally, it always baffles me that both the boys and the girls find the Casamorians genuine. Are they so blindsided by their egos that they forget they're literally plot devices fighting for their lives for some screen time? Especially in Will's case, though, I do find him cute and charming. Does he really think that Layla, or whatever her name is, would even go for him on the outside? Unbelievable. Thanks for the last brutal honesty and new slang over the years. Love from Wisconsin, Betsy. So, great email that, Dave. Yeah, that fucking Layla. She needs to stop shopping for bras in Baby Gap. (laughs) (laughs) 
day, even when they went for the meal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's some fucking bras that wet that have actually you, fit you. Have you borrowed? Have you borrowed your younger sister's fucking outfits or something? It was just fucking nonsense, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We won't go down that route. It's too route. It's too gentleman, Dave. But I do agree that I do agree with that comment. I was the same. Like, nah, it's not for me. So anyway, Dave, this is another one off our great friend Chrissy. And Joe will be listening to this. Joe letting me down, Dave. I'm fortunate. Controversial. Let down. Hi and welcome. Hi, Chris, and welcome back, Dave. I was excited to hear Joe's take on the podcast about the Casamore fallouts, but then she came to Casey and Claudie's defence. No. While I do agree it wasn't a problem for Casey to explore and have fun since he was only coupled up for a few days before, I think he really did Cynthia dirty stringing her along. Every time they talked, he said you have such good chat. You have the best chat since I've been in here. You're, you're so this and that. And the whole time he was fooling her and me too, because I thought for sure he had a better connection with her. If he really wasn't that into her, that was a complete shit. Sh- <laughs> that was just complete shit to say all of those things. Then say exactly what I had with Claudia is too special. Fuck off. And to add insult <laughs> to injury, <laughs> Casey and Claudia started laughing while the girl He's trying her best to hold back the tears. I was livid watching that. They both can fuck off and ride into their washed-up TV <laughs> has-been sunset together, the bellends, David. It's so good, this, for using our slang, our words. Um, but Joe did win me back immediately with that Olivia rant. I think we were all yelling at the TV, like, what the fuck are you smoking, Olivia? Oh, my God, she is so stupid. She actually made boring Kai look good, and I don't think any of the girls <laughs> will actually tell her to shut up. These are the moments how I miss Tanya and Zara the most. They were the only two to ever call Livia out on her bullshit. Mm. I'm sure Lana will back her up yet again like the little minion she is, and she did. I was right with you, Chris, when it was Lana and Ron reunited. The love story nobody gives two shits about. Don't let them win. I know Chris and Dave don't believe anything that comes out of Jesse and Will's mouths, but I think I'm rooting for them. I agree with Joe that Will will just make will just make a mistake and was trying to show off how fun of a guy he is after she, he was said to be so boring or whatever it was. And they really saved the best for last with Shaq and Tanya. He was so confident. It was so funny when two people leaving a conversation on completely different pages but think they're still on the same page. I do <laughs> think Tanya will regret it because I don't think Martin is really into her and I think she ruined her chance to win. I do believe they have a very good chance, but probably not anymore. We'll see. Once again, sorry for the long email, but what a juicy episode. You'll have to have Joe back sometime to combat both of your cynical views. How dare you, Chrissy? That is a disgrace to say <laughs> such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, um, yeah, I, I just, the thing I, I can't get over is the Casamorians, right? They know the brief. They know they have a short amount of time and I know we, we kind of feel like the original premise of the show is to come on the show, you know, obviously provide entertainment for us, but find someone. And and that's the nucleus, isn't it? That's, that's what we're married to. But now with this kind of influencer age that we're in, it's not that. It, it's your shot. You know, they these people have all, you know, gone through the audition process and all of that. You know, they've they've had their interviews and they know what's out on the other side. And and the girls who are in Casa Amor, you know, they would have hoped that they would have been OGs. Everyone wants to be an OG, really. But they didn't get that. And they come into Casa Amor and the best outcome is to couple up with someone. 
Yeah. You know, and, and so you go after someone. And so you're, you're having to act like 120, 150% of your normal self. You know, it, how many times, Chris? No, not so much nowadays, you know, when you, you're getting a, a bottle of 2020 and heading down the disco. <laughs> and you're just like, you know, <laughs> you know, I just don't really, don't really fancy it tonight. You know, just, ah, uh, just, just chat with my mates here, you know, but, but they can't do that. They don't have the luxury. They know they've got an extended weekend. It's like fucking Easter weekend, pretty much in it. Three maximum four days in there. So I, I just, just to be a complete hypocrite, I'll jump to the other side and say, well, actually, to be fair, Casey and bloody Claudia didn't have as long, did they, <laughs> you know, no. in the first place. But I, I just can't buy the reaction, you know, about it's not that fucking deep. It's a, it's a weekend fling. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, if you don't get picked, it means you're shot at getting all of that, juicy screen time and getting into the public's mind you know and and hopefully the public are going to like you and that means you set up at least for the next few years that's gone so you know for me that's what the reaction was about it's not actually casey Good work there, Dave. I like that. Good analysis. Now, this one's this is a great name. Just Nay uh, sent a great email and it's put uh, Justice for Jesse. Long time listener here. Love your podcast so much. So much. Started listening for Love Island commentary, but now I'm watching Maths Australia too. And oh my God, it's probably the best reality show ever created. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's my first message to you because I need to strongly disagree with Chris. Now, Dave, there's not many people do that. Nice. I'm liking this one already. <laughs> 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 saying Jesse's a game player. Her reaction to Will crying and making himself a victim made perfect sense to me. She seemed to be in such shock and didn't know how to react or what to think. And because she's naturally a kind and caring person, she's probably just automatically started to comport him and wanted to make everything better. But five minutes later, her body language changed and we could see a huge difference. She was fuming. I honestly think she's one of the most genuine people on this season and Will is just a big loser for doing that to her. Yeah, anyway, that's my opinion about it and the reason I'm writing about this since I'm already here. Let me just say two more things. First one, oh my God, can't wait for Olivia to be in the bottom next time there's voting while Kai is sitting safe on that bench. Her face will be the most rewarding thing ever. I've never disliked a female Islander more. The hypocrisy. She really <laughs> thinks she's a main character and she's just not. And now for the second thing, this is a message to the whole of the UK. I'm from the Poland, so I can't vote. But if people of the UK let Ron and Lana win, I will sue you all, every single one of you. <laughs> Ron is just Jake, but a little more low-key. And it's crazy to me that people are actually buying this crap. Anyway, wow, that was a longer than I wanted it to be. And also, sorry for my English. No, it's great email. Perfect. It's not English is not my first language. You guys are doing a great job with this podcast. Love you, Justna. So what a great email, Dave. I, I, unless to put that end bit, I wouldn't have known, to be honest. No. Uh, certainly a lot better than my Polish. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, so the first bit, so Jesse, um, I, I again, I, I said earlier, I'm, I'm more on the fence. Uh, I, I, I think it's more genuine than what you're thinking, but 
I, I think as well, like you always come to this with your own experience, even knowing what the show is. You know, there there are humans ultimately, even even though some of the scenarios are all set up and whatever. You've you've still got it's it's unscripted, isn't it? Almost yeah. like the wrestling, Chris. You know, predetermined yeah. maybe, but yeah. you know, not scripted. I, I you must have been as well, but you're in that situation. And you, something happens, you know, and you react in a way because we're both quite laid back and we're, we're kind of people pleasers, I would say, yeah. you know, and, and so we're, we're kind of like, oh, look, it's this, okay, it's fine, whatever. But then you, you chew on it and then, you know, you process it a bit more and then you're like, hang about, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fucking fine at all. So I think the the kind of inconsistency with how she reacted, I, I think that's one of the things that makes me feel like it is more genuine because I, I you've been in that situation, I'm sure, yourself, where you react in a way initially, but then it takes you a bit of time to process. So, yeah, I, I like I said, I'm more on the fence, um, but I think the next few weeks will kind of help us understand whether that was more of a cynical play but at the minute she's got the benefit of the doubt from me that's fair enough now this one dave is a great email from lucy but it's a long one and i've got to say when i saw this first line it sent a shiver down my fight my fight dave I don't know. Fine. I'm, I'm, I'm not down my fight. i apologize for that lucy down, down my spine <laughs> and it simply says dave and we've both been on the receiving end of this never believe it when a woman says it's fine. Now, yeah, we no, we, we do know that, Chris. Yes. Even though we don't know a lot, we do know that. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing worse when I have pissed off my wife and I go, is everything okay? Yeah, I'm fine. And I think this is going to be in at least two hours, I'm getting a bollocking for summer here when she's cooled down. Because Sam can be a firecracker, Dave. And I genuinely, so then what <laughs> happens is, because I know it's coming, I start prodding her. And not in the good way. And I start going, what's up? Just tell me now. I'm not going to get really bugs me down. I'm like, what have I done wrong? Does he say people please? I'm like, what? And then then <laughs> when she's ready, Dave, she drops the bombshell. And I've been on the receiving end of that so many times. <laughs> so it's, it fills me with dread. But not down my thigh, Dave. Down my back. Anyway, um, she said, I really don't understand why so many people continue to insist that Jesse is fake. She has been exactly the same kind, considerate, quirky, thoughtful person on both series of Love Island. I've got the receipts below. I also don't get why people think that she's faking it. We will. In her intro video from the first episode of Love Island Australia, she literally says that the type of guy she usually goes for is the loudest, funniest guy in the room. Isn't that who Will is? So, how is she not being genuine when she said guys like Will were her type back in 2019. Either people do not bother to watch her season or they believe that she somehow has clairvoyant abilities and was able to predict that she would be cast on Love Island UK, where she would date a quirky, funny guy a few years down the line. If that's the case, let's give her the money and brand deals now. Also, 
In Love Island, Australia, she talked multiple times about how she's been cheated on. In this series, we we see her struggling to stay open and let herself trust despite her past. That's why this is such a big deal for her to think that she finally found a guy she could be with and trust, only to be let down again. So her emotional reaction this week probably runs deeper than just being hurt by Will. That's the part that breaks my heart for her the most. From my perspective, she was incredibly hurt by what happened and handled it with grace and vulnerability. If she were fake, she would try to make a scene to get as much attention as possible, like Olivia always does. Now, you know what, Dave? I know we're not finished email, but that is a great point, actually. That's a very good point. Mm. Um, maybe some people think she's fake because her face doesn't show much emotion. However, I think her face shows as much emotion as her... <laughs> I think her face... I'll to read that again. Shows as much emotion as her Botox will allow. Or maybe <laughs> people assume she's fake because she responds to... <laughs> you know what? I, I just... <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to say it, but like Olivia, I'm sure she's trying to frown. <laughs> she speaks, doesn't she? She mumbled. That's what it is, Dave. Not right. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. Now, you know? It sounds like fucking George and Zippy. Hey, <laughs> Mongol. <laughs> My impressions are getting worse. That's a great line, that Lucy. That's proper dummy. That, right? So let me ask you this. As a kid, was it worse when you did something terrible and your parents yelled or when they were stoically silent afterwards for a while? It always worse when people are eerily quiet, as I said at the start, Lucy. The diff, definitely. I want the crash bang wallets and the plates thrown at my head. I must admit, Lucy, if that happens, I don't want the, the quietness. It just really... Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My mum had some fucking pipes on it. I yeah. fucking, yeah, I don't know about that one. I know the point that she's trying to make there, but I think I'd take uh, silently stewing over uh, being read the riot act, yeah, true. getting I mean, the fucking that, hairdryer treatment. It's that, it's that picture in it where the bloke sat there having the time of his life playing on his fucking PlayStation or Xbox, and he sat there going, oh, it's been so quiet today. And then you've got the, the next caption is his wife going, I'm not fucking speaking to him, the bastard. And he's just like totally aware, unaware of it. <laughs> fucking brilliant. I've been there many a times. Anyway, maybe I'm protecting on Jesse because I was the woman who can. Conf- comforted a crying arsehole who cheated on me while I appeared to be finally fine externally. In my case, that didn't mean I wasn't hurting. It meant that my walls went up and I went numb as soon as I knew something was wrong. It's a defence mechanism that came from being hurt in the past. From Jesse's history, I think we have that in common. I saw myself in how she shut down her emotions and stoically stared forward while hugging herself until she could escape the situation. If you know anything about trauma and stress responses that people have, then it's easy to spot them in her actions. She was initially guarded herself when she came in and she was hesitant. Then you see her slowly start going into the freeze and appease responses. And when she reads the room and realizes something bad happened, it was incredibly heartbreaking to watch her go through that. I sincerely hope Jesse does not forgive Will. He might be a nice guy when he grows the fuck up and learns that he doesn't have to stick his tongue in another person's mouth to see if his feelings are real, but he's clearly not growing up right now. I think it would be incredibly hard for her to trust him again, considering that he told her he has love for her that he was not interested in getting to know anyone else, that he was looking forward to their future outside the villa and that he was falling for her. Also, after their conversation about the balloon thing with Ellie, he knew that even flirting with another girl would bother her, not to mention they 
had sex. Then less than 24 hours after she leaves, he's making out with some chick he just met and letting her talk shit about his relationship with Jesse. I just cannot with his test bullshit anymore. He's fucking mm. ridiculous, delusional, to be honest. I think it's okay to do that to another person that you allegedly care about. On a somewhat related note, I tried to like the new official Love Island podcast, but it continues to be disappointing. Unlike yours, Sam Thompson has had it out for Jesse since he, she came on the show, and if I find his insistence that she is fake playing a game to be especially perplexing because he seems to be basing that opinion on the fact that she has been on other reality shows. It's a fucking weird stance for a man in a long-term relationship with a woman that has been on many reality TV shows. I don't know. It just reeks of some unresolved issues with Zara, perhaps, because Zara cheated on him with a guy she met on a reality TV show. So he assumes all women that are on multiple shows are shady. Regardless of the reason for this, Jesse hate boner. In my opinion, after Sun Crew and the official Lauren podcast, oh, Jesse, an apology because she has done nothing to deserve the way she's been spoken about. Sorry for the long email. I appreciate your dedication to reality TV. Keep up the great work, Jesse. So you know what, Dave? I know we were laughing about the start bit. But like, obviously, Lucy shared something, you know, that's happened in her life and she's going to see that. But, I don't like Sam Thompson, and I know who he is. He's a fucking no-mark. He's been on every reality TV show going. So how he can... I think he was in Made in Chelsea originally. So I've not watched it, so I can't give an opinion. But it's interesting that the official podcast has gone down that line and actually mm. dipped it out. I've, I've not... Maybe they've been listening to us and gone, hang on, we need to fucking be a bit more honest. But that's uh, yeah. That. I, I think you might have just topped Olivia's narcissism. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the fucking, uh, fucking morning after's been listening to us. You fucking bellend. I don't think so. I think that's more just them being being dicks. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I think... So I, I, I used to listen to the odd episode of the official one, but, but where I, I just stopped was just when they wouldn't call out some of the terrible behavior and some of the really toxic elements of it and it was like just you know it's towing the party line just a bit too much but i'll tell you what chris what a fantastic email and let's move me another few points away from my kind of cynicism you know and, and more towards believing it i guess right i'm potentially on dodgy ground here why do I have suspicions initially? Well, she's come a very, very long way to do a, a reality TV show that she's already been on. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like Jesse could walk into any room and get any guy. But she didn't. She went straight for Will. And Will is fucking, I mean, this might go over the heads of most of our listeners, but Will is fucking Frank Spencer, right? He's just a bit goofy, a bit silly, and I don't, I, I just, I can't quite, the, the neurons in my brain just can't quite join that up. And so you're thinking, well, what is it? What is it that we're not seeing? Because, Jesse, you could have anyone. And you choose fucking Will. <laughs> so and that's the bit that, that maybe that that's being transparent. That's that's why I'm, you know, initially suspicious. And I suspect, you know, other people certainly you wouldn't hear that take on the <laughs> on the morning after. But you know, having that kind of perception maybe means well they're going to talk around it, you know, and and. I, I don't know. I've not listened to it, but yeah, I, I, like yourself, I'm I'm 
quite surprised that they would have that take on the official cast. Yeah, it's a strange one. And also, Dave, I'm taking Umbridge Review there. We're a fucking big deal, if you don't mind. I've had less of that fucking chat. People don't listen to us, Dave. You are correct, by the way. Narcissistical. <laughs> <laughs> I need to start mumbling. What, what movie is that from? <laughs> Where it's I'm kind a, big of a big deal. deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <A> big deal. <laughs> it sounded worse than what I meant, but that's not yeah. what I was saying. But anyway, anyway, Dave. Um, thank you. Thanks for coming back, mate. It's been great. You know, I've missed you for a few days. Joe filled in so well. Um, and it is good to have the OGs back. But we will have to get Joe on again. I said at the start of the show, definitely. So Absolutely. It's good fun. Such good fun. Uh, if you want to email us, guys, and some amazing emails, thank you so much there. Great perspectives. And, and I think, you know, some real, um, you know, interesting and, and honest conversation there. So thank you for sharing with us all. It's so good. So good. I'm glad you're enjoying the show as well. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast on Facebook. 480 people on there, guys. We're only 20 away. Come and join us, please. 500 um, is fastly approaching. So thank you so much for everyone who's joining up and loads of conversation. It's great. Honestly, it's so active on there and the chat and everything. And a few, I've said it a few times, a few people asking where the chat is. It's in, should be in your message requests on Facebook, guys. Just have a look in there in your message section. Um, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Realitycast if you would like to support us a bit more. So today's roll call of honour, Dave, is Nicola, Schmade Music, Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, J- Zoe. <sighs> Dave, we need to breathe here. I've lost it now. Gillian, G- Michelle, <laughs> Keith, Helen, Brianna, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Glibby, Katie, Dee Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lou Green and Ken Gustafson. So thank you so much, everybody. Uh, so, so good. The amount of people supporting the podcast, it's so nice. Thank you, guys. It's really, really humbling. And uh, yeah, we go into another week, Dave. We're now going to get at least... 12 hours off before we record again, Dave. So save them 12 hours, my friend, before we're back from Maths Australia. <laughs> you know, I, I think, I, I, and it's weird, isn't it? It's like two days, and, and I have missed talking to you about this shit. But, uh, you know, like I say, 32 episodes. That's when we got to the Casseramore recoupling. I've watched fucking HBO shows that are shorter than that. So, um, <laughs> I hope it keeps up this level of drama um, or, or maybe even not this much, but, you know, somewhere around this ballpark. I do have to say, Chris, though, I mean, I sent you the trailer, didn't I? I after this season of Love Island, I've kind of had my fill of reality TV, but saw a trailer for MILF Manor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been telling you about this. Bro. It looks amazing. <laughs> It sort of does look amazing, <laughs> so I'm not not actually sure when that one comes out, but I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare say anything. If we go straight into that after this, this oh no, fuck fault. that. Just watch it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault. Anyway, Dave, go and enjoy yourself. Have a break, and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Thanks to everyone out there for listening to us. Thanks to all our supporters, and we'll speak to you next time. Bye.